Carcourt for AKG's Stories Behind the Sessions with Rudy Sarzo. Rudy is, to get right to it, a heavy metal bass player. He's best known for his work with Quiet Riot and Ozzy Osbourne, and a further credit list that includes Whitesnake, Dio, and Blue Oyster Cult. He's also a published author. His book, Off the Rails, is a biographical account based on his daily journals that he kept during his time in Ozzy's band in the early 1980s, and his memories of guitarist Randy Rhodes. I'm looking forward to our conversation, Rudy. Welcome. Great to be here, Nick. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you for having me. Your career kicked into gear when you arrived in LA and joined Quiet Riot, and I want to get to that story in a minute, but let's dial it back just a little bit. You were born in Havana, mm. in Cuba, before mm. you emigrated to the States at the age of 10. Mm. What kind of kid were you, and what kind of music was around you? That's an interesting question, because my, the first music that I heard uh, was Cuban music, Cuban music, because you know back then you know, I was a kid. I was just listening to music. I didn't know about you know genres of music. To me, music was music, you know. And uh, most of it by the fifties, mid fifties, which is when I started paying attention to what I was hearing. Uh, it was Latin jazz, a lot of Dizzy Gillespie influenced music, right? You know, and, or you know, Duke Ellington, you know. And uh, so that's what I grew up with and it, when I came to the United States. But always that music was just associated with dancing, not concert, not feature artists. Even if you were like a great jazz musician, there were going to be people dancing to your music, which is basically, that's, that's, that's why you got the gig, because you're making the customers dance and they dance and they drink, you know, Cuba Libres. I know you started recording some of the metal health album at yes. least the early sessions while yes. you were still working with with ozzy how yes. did that album come together where was it recorded was it sort of piecemeal yeah. together in different studios yeah yeah well what uh, it was actually done in one studio a pasha pasha studios and on melrose and rainier paramount studios and um it was a jingle studio you know it was not a massive big studio you know so when i this is what happened. I was getting ready to do Speak of the Devil uh, with Ozzy. It's the re-recordings of the Black Sabbath songs with Tommy Aldridge, Brett Gillis, and Ozzy and me. And I was in LA getting ready to leave. And I get a phone call from Kevin Dubrow. He says, hey, we're in the studio and uh, there's a possible record deal going on. How would you like to come down and play on Thunderbird? Now, uh, when, when Randy left Quiet Riot to join Ozzy, uh, Choir Riot ceased to exist as, as a band, mm -hmm. a brand. And Kevin put his own band called Dubrow. And I played in Dubrow up until, you know, like, let's say for about eight months up until the time that I joined Ozzy. So Thunderbird was one of the songs that, uh, that we used to play live. So I knew the song. So I, went, I just went in there and we tracked it really quickly. And the producer goes, uh, do you remember Slick Black Cadillac, which is the song, the only song that made it from the Randy Rhodes era to the uh, Metal Health record. And I say, yeah, you just give me a couple of passes. Now, remember, I was still a member of Ozzy at the time. I just mm -hmm. went in there to do one song. Right. Yeah. But, but what, what the most significant thing that happened was not just the music. It was the fact that, you know, Randy had passed away back in March. This is around September of 1982 and I lost the joy of making music 
completely. The reason why we kept touring was to keep Ozzy alive. Because we knew that if Ozzy went home, he would drink himself to death or, or drugs or whatever. You know? So that was our purpose, let's keep him going. But meanwhile, there was a lot of pain associated that we all felt, especially once you go on stage and you're wearing the same clothing and you got the castle behind you, you got the little person running around the stage. And first thing you hear in the intro of our set is Randy playing the beginning of A Diary of a Madman, the song. And it was like, whoa, <laughs> you know, that would put you in, put me in a state. To know? walk out to that every fun, night. You know, and, and then I just, the, the music was started and I, here I am. Whereas when it's, it's the same tour with Randy, it was joyous. And then now I'm trying to, I'm in survival mode. And I've been used to that ever since I was a kid. When, when we left Cuba, we went in survival mode. And, and it was just another, you know, experience in so survival you, mode. So you knew how to do it, but... It's not a good place to be. Right. It's, it's a very tough place because you're just... There's really no future in survival mode. It's all about now. Surviving the moment. Staying alive today. Yeah, surviving yep. the moment. Yep. And... and after a while, it's like, no, this is not why I got into music. I'm, 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 not, I'm not making music. I'm, I'm playing notes. And a lot of times, just crying through the set. I, I'll never forget playing uh, The Garden. Uh, and there were fans with, it became a wake for Randy. Banners and, you know, God bless Randy Rose and, and all of that. And it's like, I just... So, I, cry, I cried through the whole set. So coming back to yeah. work with yeah. Quiet Riot yeah. and, and on that music, that, that must have been a breath of fresh air for you. A breath of fresh air because, you know, not only had I played with Kevin before in Dubrow and, of course, Quiet Riot, I lived with him. He was part of that consciousness, that, I, that Quiet Riot consciousness. The Metal Health album was massive. I mean, it was the first yes. um, metal album to top the Billboard uh, Top 200. Well, actually, it, it was, is, uh, to, be, to define it, it was the first debut by a metal, a metal band to, to, to top to two, one. Billboard yeah. Top 200. Yeah. Um, Come On, Feel the Noise yeah. was the song that drove it, which was a cover of a band from my yeah. part of the woods, Slade. Of course. From Wolverhampton. We talk yeah. about the Midlands. It all comes back to the Midlands as well, all this metal stuff for me. Um, but that was a crazy time. I mean, like, huge band. What was that like? Okay. Um, yeah, I, w I was still a member of Ozzy when I went to record just one song, Thunderbird. And then I, I stayed for basically half of my contribution to the record. There was a bass player that joined Dubrow. His name is Chuck Wright, and he's credited on the, on the back of the record for playing on the tracks uh, don't want to let you go and metal health. Uh, he did that before I came in to do one song as a tribute to, to Randy. And, uh, and I stayed and for that session and I did about four songs for that session. And then I officially came, uh, returned to LA after recording Speak of the Devil and, and left one of the biggest bands in the world. And, the two of the most beautiful, wonderful people 
I've ever met Sharon Ozzy for the complete unknown, which was quite a riot. But I have found the joy of making music again because I, I was devastated. We all were, we still are. We haven't re recovered from Randy's loss, you know, in the plane crash while we were on tour. So for me, this was, it was the fresh start. It was still called Quiet Riot, but really it was completely a fresh start and a return for me to my Quiet Riot consciousness coming home. Let me back up to uh, buying music. You said there wasn't a lot of money around, so yeah. Top 40 was where you heard music and where you learned music. Um, when did you buy a record and what was your first record? <laughs> I'll never forget the moment. I, again, like, you know, money was tight, so I figure, let me buy for Father's Day a record that I think my dad would enjoy and that, and that I definitely will enjoy, which was for reviewing the Raiders' greatest hits. Wow. Yeah. And did your dad like it? Well, first he looked at the, uh, the cover, and there's like five guys wearing tights. That was it. I come from a Latin Catholic I, family. I, I get you know, it. It's like tights. We don't wear tights, yeah. you know, unless you're a ballerino. <laughs> For me to give him that, he looked at me with total disgust and just gave it back to me. That's the first record I ever bought. Well, did he ever listen to it? No. Okay. Well, I, I used to play it. He heard I, you I, playing it. When he, when he was at work, right. I would play it. It's a different purpose playing rock and roll today than it was perhaps 30 years ago. Yeah, and I see that in our genre, you know, let's say what they call the 80s bands. Uh, we have different, di different reasons why we go out there, you know, each one. And I'm not talking just within the band, but I'm talking about when we do like a three or four act bill, there's right. different bands. And each person has a different reason why, why they carry on. Uh, sometimes you, you're playing with a band that has all the original members. Nobody has passed away. Uh, in our band, historically, we have three that have passed away of the founding members of that gener of either the Randy Rose version of the band or the mental health version of the band. And uh, it, it's just, it's, it, 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 it's, it's a whole different, different picture. Meaning that you can't, you can't really go back. You have to look at what you, you are doing now. Keep an, and respect what has been done in the past. Respect that. Whether it is the members that you're playing with, you know, all the members that I'm playing with in Choir Raya right now, they were handpicked by either Kevin Dubrow or Frankie Benali or both, and I respect that. And, and they have learned they, from, from Frankie and Kevin what it means to be in Quiet Riot. See, with me, my perception of being in Quiet Riot is what I learned from Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes was the only musician I've ever played with, and I played with a lot of different great, great musicians, but he's the one that was born into a musical family. His mother and father, music professors, they built a school called Musonia, which is in North Hollywood. And at a very early age, he was already playing 
classical, you know, music, reading, harmony, theory. He knew all of that before he joined a rock band. He joined, joined a rock band because he wanted to be with kids his age. Right. You know, hang out and have fun, you know, play parties and whatever. But even though he did that, deep down inside, his consciousness was about being a musician and having the utmost musical integrity. Right now, he will be sitting here holding a guitar or playing it while he talks. That's my experience about Randy. And then once he joined Ozzy and got away from the structure that the record industry in LA was putting everybody in, you know, so, so they could market you easier. Sure. You know, uh, once he joined Ozzy, because I asked him about this, he said, how, do you, how did you come up with this, this music from Blizzard of Oz and Dire of Madman that I didn't even know that, you know, back in Choir Riot, that was such a departure. You know? So different. Even though I got a glimpse of his classical playing, because what, what, when I joined, the staff of his, of his mom's uh, music school, Musonia, I was playing teaching bass, and in between lessons, I could hear Randy playing classical music. And I'm going, I, I don't know you could play it like that. And he says, yeah, it's, yeah, we don't do this in Quiet Riot. Right, so, right, okay. right. But once he joined Ozzy, he asked Ozzy, what do you want me to write? And Ozzy said, just be yourself. And that's when he said, okay, now. Now you get to see what I can really do. Exactly, exactly, and that's how you get Blizzard of Oz record and Diary of Mimad. I mean, they're both musical, uh, compositionally leaps and bounds from Blizzard to Diary, his compositions, and those were recorded within weeks of each other. It's, it's just amazing, you know. So that, to me, when I go on stage. That's what I, that's what I, that's my light, the musical integrity that, that Randy Rhodes showed me. This is what it takes. You know, Randy, he's, the, he's one of the, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame by himself, not with a band, but as Randy Rhodes, with two records. Such an impact in such a short time. I read a quote from you where you said, I think music is a calling, but it's also a dream, and mm -hmm. dreams can be crazy. Mm -hmm. um, you've been at this a while. You're still touring. Uh, you're playing with Quiet Riot mm -hmm. again. How's the dream today? My dream, you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting because, you know, that's a great question. I get up in the morning, and I follow the same dream, which is how am I gonna get the music that I grew up with, that's in my head, how am I gonna get to actually be able to play it? Because it was, it was Latin jazz. So I, I go to certain websites on, on social media to watch lessons. And that's what I dream of. And I'm beginning to surprise myself because I'm beginning to like, not only understand this, see one thing about jazz is it gives you permission to play all the notes. And we only got 12. Sometimes when you play rock, you're very structured. Right. You, you can't go outside of the chord tone. Sure. But when you play jazz, if it sounds good, 
you do it. You can use them all. You can use them all. Right. That's what they're there for. You so, know? You, so you're still learning. Oh, I, I'm still learning. And, you know, you get to the point that what I really search for is enlightenment. Because you can learn so much by somebody teaching you. But if you're sitting there and you're going, wait a minute. If this is this, if this is that, and they're all the same, you have become enlightened to something. Complete. Now you are understanding what you already knew and you find the answer. Why is it like that? And that's what I search for. It's great talking with you, man. <laughs> Thanks so much. Such a pleasure, Nick. Thank you. Thank you.